Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard in the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Emperor of Clan Peel Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. And yes, Cleveland, in fact, does rock. A huge congratulations goes out to my uh, beloved Ohio State Buckeyes for trashing the Notre Dame Fighting Irish last night and the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl in the BCS games last evening. Yesterday, around 5 o'clock, the game kicked off, and it was pure domination. Always a fantastic football, football game, folks. I hope you at home were able to see it. For those of you overseas who don't watch American football, shame on you for being foreign. Anyways, folks, there's a lot going on tonight. Real quick, a thanks to our sponsors at blisslink.com as well as radiolinknetwork.com. Also, the money bags part of the organization, the electronic commerce uh, service is now up. So definitely check it out if you are looking for any kind of electronic commerce services, site design, development, merchant accounts, web hosting, that kind of uh, stuff from Harbor Blue Group. Definitely check it out. It's uh, harborbluegroup.com. Uh, that is... Uh, 
the big uh, part of our uh, partnership here with uh, Blues Link and the rest of the crew. So definitely check it out. HarborGroup.com. Anyway, HarborBlueGroup.com. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, a lot going on this evening. 1.9 just got released today for World of Warcraft. Uh, I've recently actually picked up the Dawn of War. Yes, I know the game is old. A lot of you have played it or heard of it, but I've just gotten myself into it. Since there there isn't anything massive going on right now in the gaming world, so it's kind of fun for me to get into it. I'll give you my impressions and thoughts on that. Um, World of Warcraft will obviously take a big uh, part of the conversation again as a major change has taken, taken place today. Also, your feedback in my mail uh, I've been collecting over the last week. A lot of you have been very gracious sending along a great deal of email. I'm glad to see that the uh, show is still very popular in certain circles. This is a special uh, Tuesday night show of the Empress Court. Normally, we air the show on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. However, because uh, the last two weeks we had Christmas on uh, Sunday, we also had New Year's, uh, New Year's Day. Uh, we did not do the show. So this is the second uh, and last of the Tuesday night special shows at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard. We will move back to our normal time this coming Sunday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Mmm, alrighty. Okay, a bunch of things going on. Uh, also, want to get back to uh, some comments about the VGAs. We talked about the Video Game Awards last week, and some comments uh, have been sent, not just uh, in my email, but uh, in general, conversations on our forums, conversations with people. You'd be surprised about uh, people I meet in general uh, who listen to the show, and not just because I turn them on to it or mention it, uh, but have come across it uh, either through uh, guildmates or clanmates or word of mouth and what have you. So that is always cool. Also, I finally got my first dose of pureownage.com. Yes, I know. Again, not something new, something that's been out there for a while, but I personally have never had the chance to actually view it. I'm up to episode three, and I'll give you my impressions of that as well. Plus, your comments on whatever falls out between now and 10 p.m. Again, we're only doing an hour show because it's a Tuesday night. Yeah, it's in the middle of the week. A lot of school has started back for a lot of people, so I, I know we keep switching around here, folks. We will return to our normal schedule time on Sundays. Also, I am told that the IRC channel will be complete and ready for the uh, Sunday night show. So, again, don't put my head on the chopping block. All right? Don't yell at me. It's not all my fault. Anyways, if you want to get on the show, you can contact me at AOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number 1, and G, M1G. Also, you want to break me off an email, you can do that to Emperor1G at Cox.net, C-O-X.net. No matter what you think of me, I'm not really at Cox.net, but Cox.net. Emperor1G at Cox.net. All right, let's get on to it. The big story of the day is that World of Warcraft's very long-awaited 1.9 patch has finally been released uh, to the general public and is now on the forums for you to go ahead. I'm sorry, it's now in the games, in the realms, for you to go to play. Suppose you can get it to download. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael Hawk, that's the uh, first-person shooter Doug episode, which was very funny. Boom! Headshot! I, I thought it was kind of clever and kind of funny. After, like, the fifth boom headshot, though, it's... I. Started to get really annoying. I'm like, okay, I understand the character. He's a nutball who just likes shooting people in the head. I get it. Have him stop screaming into the microphone. Uh, anyways, so supposing those of you who are playing today on the 3rd of uh, January 2006, Happy New Year, by the way, 1.9 patch has been released for the World of Warcraft, a much-anticipated, much-sought-after patch for a game that has been sagging content-wise now for some de- for some time. However... Apparently, as happens with most, in fact, I think every single one of Blizzard's patches, there are a bunch of grievous problems. Lo and behold. Uh, there's a sticky right now in the forums that there are patch issues for a great many people are not able to download the the uh, patch at all. It's very, uh, it's very aggravating. Either people are crashing or they're unable to uh, connect to actually download the patcher. 
rather than giving out any kind of alternative to go and, and uh, download it, they just he gives a actually it's Sarek here. But uh, there's uh, varying different degrees of um, uh, ways to get around if you just want to download right from their patcher uh, and their browser, which I I still do not understand why they put a browser in there other than to spy on us, which I find very offensive. And I'm glad on that I don't really play the game anymore. But again, I do keep up on it and I do follow it. And I do have my clanmates that are still playing. Some of them. Uh, yes, I will get to the paladin changes. A lot of paladins are pissed, really pissed. Me personally, I like the changes. Oh, and more specifically, I like the changes that didn't happen. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, anyways, folks, so there's a a, a great deal of problems going out with uh, 1.9. Let me get this out of the way and say this: I am have been a very harsh critic of Blizzard. All right, since this game was released because of the of many faults errors, bugs, and the fact that they don't support the game the way they have supported games in the past, like a Warcraft 2, like a StarCraft especially, all right? Warcraft 3 has had the same kind of problems, waiting six months to fix, you know, bugs or exploits in the game that have ruined the ladder system, you know? That's the reason why, if you look at it, it's really cool, and not to to differentiate or, or get off track here, but this actually goes into what I was saying. If you actually take a look at what um, uh, Blizzard's numbers for Warcraft 3 games... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm battling it between 2004 and 2005. All right? One year's time. They went from a little over a million players. A little over a million players in 2004 in December. December of 2005, which is a right around 213,000. And these are actually uh, games or, um, they're games played uh, per month, and you can actually go ahead and check them out on uh, Battle.net. They've actually got the statistics there. You can take a look. What does that tell you? But this goes back to what I was saying about World of Warcraft. Uh, EG Football, I'll get to you in a minute. Uh, this is me, no, but there's no IRC channel uh, for this week. We'll have it for Sunday. Again, my apologies. There's been a lot going on this week, uh, me personally, and let's face it, I wasn't about to set up an IRC channel and miss the uh, OSU Notre Dame game last night, which is the only time I've really had to myself. So, bruh. Yes, a lot of you are tuning in late. Bastards, it's 10 after 9. This show starts promptly at 9. It waits for no man or woman. Which is what Sinvicta is. Oh. Or so Tira tells me. Anyways, folks, my point is this. I've been very harsh, a very, a very big critic of Blizzard because of the way they've handled some of their games, especially the World of Warcraft. Uh, as a pay-per-play service, I would expect better than what we've been getting. However, I have to say that, that 1.9, by and large, is a good patch. Why? Because it's content. Ooh, the evil C-word. The evil C-word. Anything that adds something to the game for people to do is good. The problem is their mentality needs to change is why they keep putting it. And we're not going to rehash this discussion. This is not a casual versus hardcore debate. We've all had the debate. We've all heard both sides of it ad nauseum. You're not going to shoot the dead horse and then rape it, okay? The, the point of the matter is they're putting in another raid content. I'm, I can't even pronounce the damn thing, but I'll just call it AQ like everybody else, all right? got to open up the gates of AQ to go in for a 20, 40-man raid. Fine. It's another raid, 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 raid patch. Am I? I don't like that it's a raid patch. I like the fact that they're adding anything to it. Anything that adds more to it uh, is a good thing. Period. Yeah. Whatever. I'm being harassing. Cry more, whore. <laughs> Look, and that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing the game. That's, one of the re that's the reason why a lot of people stop playing the game. It's because we aren't tired of the 20, 40-man raids. But there are people out there who are not you know, who aren't tired of that, who continue to do that. The problem is, in order to open up the gates, you need the entire server working together. And there's 
in order to, I think it's a, this is how it works. In order to open the gates to the instances, to the actual zone, the area, everybody on the server has to continue to, to pour in resources. Copper bars, peace bloom, linen, you get the idea. Trade skill or trade materials. And you hoard it and you hoard it and you hoard it and finally you spent enough that you actually open the gates, uh, the world event takes place and then the zone is opened. The problem that people are running into, and again, this patch has only been out for 12 hours or thereabouts, so it's kind of hard to say there's a great deal of people. Uh, the general feedback that I've gotten from this and from what people have that knew what was coming have told me is that the casual gamer or the people who are not in these raid guilds who, are, who will be the ones to benefit from opening the gates of the, of the zone are very bitter because it's their packs upon which this will be built and, and the gates will be opened. Now, granted, this is not something like you're turning in all this stuff in and what do you get for it? You do get some stuff. You do get some... You can either pick some green items or you can pick some city reputation. Now, I can imagine this is going to you know, wreck the economy of anybody in the, in the auction house who's putting up the copper, bar, copper bars for, like, say, 10 silver. A stack are now going to charge a gold or two gold or what have you. I, Overnight, the economy in the World of Warcraft has been turned upside down because, you know, where you used to be able to buy trade goods and save yourself time and trouble having to go around and look for them and compete with the other 3,000 people on your server who are also trying to mine the same thing of Mithril, you now have skyrocketing prices and people that are, are competing for it. So, yeah, as casual gamers, it's a bunch of bullshit that you got to wade through. And the problem is you're helping open up the gates of, of a new zone for the raid clans to go in. You're not going to benefit from any of that. They are. The casual gamer in this one, and let's be honest, let's call it what it is, get screwed. I know. I just said I'm not going to go into a, a, a casual versus hardcore, casual versus raid, and I'm not going to. And that's fine. I'm being told that medium leather, stack medium leather, is now going for 25 gold of MacTheridon in the auction house. I don't know how accurate that is. I, I mean, I have no reason not to trust the guy who's telling me. I mean, he's always been pretty on the level, but that wouldn't surprise me. And this is going to happen all over the place. Oh, but Emperor, get off your fat ass and go pick it yourself. Okay, let's say I do want to go out there and I want to pick Peace Bloom. For one, I got to go back to the newbie zone. For two, I got to compete not only with people who just bought the game three weeks ago, who decide that they want to be an alchemist or an herbalist. I got to compete with every other herbalist in the server who thinks that they are going to go get Peace Bloom and run their ass up there and turn all this stuff in. Who wants to deal with that kind of headache? And for what? City reputation? Wow, I, city reputation. I can go buy a mount from another city that I had to grind $1,000 for. <sighs> you know, I'm being told it's true. Okay, it's been confirmed that medium leather is 25 gold. This is from the Alliance side of Mac Third, and I don't know what it is on Horde. Since I don't have my account active anymore, I'm not about to go look. Mechahawk, you're in the game. Drop out of Alltrack Valley. Don't give me any shit. Do it. Drop out of Alltrack Valley. Go to the auction house or ask somebody what the prices are. But I'm being told that this is true. The prices across the board have just gone nuts since the patch came out. And I, and word, you know, broke loose of oh, what's going on. This is ridiculous. Okay. But I want this to be a positive thing, all right? There are some glaring problems with, with 1.9 in, in that they ignored certain things. What? What do you What do you want? Music in the background while I talk. I thought we agreed we weren't going to do that anymore because it distracted from the conversation. Why would I... Okay, my producer, she's telling me I should play music in the background. 
because it would sound cool and we used to do it back in the day. Dear, that was two years ago. We don't... And that was usually during matches that we... What? I will think about it. Maybe after the break we'll do that. Holy shit. This is me telling me Peace Bloom is crazy. 8 to 10 gold a stack for Peace Bloom on the on Mac, or, uh, Mac Derden's, uh, uh auction house. Nexus Crystals on Alliance went from 300 gold to th each to 30 gold because now they're, uh, I guess, a lot easier to drop. Each. Christ. I, I Don't ask me, folks. I, I'm as dumbfounded as you are. Like I said, the economy has literally been turned upside down. Now, uh, granted, a new patch is going to take a while for people to figure out what they're doing and for the economy to write itself. But in any game that's a virtual world, this is a big deal. So you're just going to have to deal with that. Uh, my point being that any kind of patch that adds any kind of a dynamic to the game that doesn't overall change the mechanics of it, but makes it playable, gives you something else to do, is a good thing. Still, it's another grind. Yes. It's another rep quest. Yes. It's another all for the raid guild, nothing for the casual gamer, nothing for players like me. I call myself a tweener. Not quite hardcore, not quite casual. I find... I used to consider myself casual, then I think about it. I play about an hour a night or two hours a night, four or five nights a week. As a family guy, let's face it, folks. Once you get married and you have kids, your life is over. And when it comes to partying, going out, <laughs> this is what you do for the majority of us. So, you know, as a father, my you know prospects of going out all the time are nil. Although I did have a lot of fun at New Year's, and if I get a chance, I'll tell that story at the end. Um, uh, ironically enough, it involved games, but at a restaurant in Bar and Grill. But I'll get to that later. Anyways, Paladin changes. It's another big thing that's taken place. A great deal of changes uh, to the Paladin. Now, what originally had been, had been told to the Paladins, what everybody at least thought was going to happen, and what had been communicated to us by the community managers, was that the Paladins would be getting a buff meaning they'd, they'd be getting a stronger burst damage. And that's been the biggest complaint of Paladins is, look, we can heal, fine. We can wear plate, yes. You know, we can do this, that, and the other. What we don't have is burst damage. Well, you know what? Piss on Paladins. And I've said that from the beginning. Look, you can't have everything. Let's review what you do have versus what other classes have. You have an immunity shield. Immunity shield. All right? You get a free freaking horse. You have a ranged stun shot. You have a ranged burst damage shot now that you got last patch. You can heal. You can wear plate. You've got skills now that add uh, um, aggro and threat to your holy attacks. Uh, what more do you want? You can resurrect. You can heal. You can stun at range, no less. You can have an immunity shield. You wear plate. You can wear use damn near every weapon, including... You know, maces like the Unstoppable Force. And you complain about burst damage? What's the trade-off of being a paladin? From the get-go, Blizzard has said there's supposed to be a trade-off, you know, where you have X amount of strengths, but you have X amount of weaknesses. Just like Yasserik saying, you know, telling the mages in the forum, saying, look, you want all these changes to take place, well, what are you willing to give up? My argument is, there's nothing we should have to give up. Everything's already been taken away from us. That's a different story. However, the point being... What is the weakness of a paladin if you get the kind of burst damage you're demanding? You don't have a weakness. What about shamans? It, look, the biggest weakness shamans have is simple. 
The weapon damage isn't particularly crazy unless they spec in Wind Fury and stuff like that, all right? Even if they do, their mana sucks. They don't have enough mana to have any kind of, of, of a lasting fight. If you can carry a Shaman the distance, you'll win. They can heal themselves, but eventually they run out of mana. you got to kite that bastard. That's their trade-off. That and some of their totems aren't the greatest thing in the world, which makes them a very immobile target. If you can pull that Shaman out of the range of his totems, that's different. I'm not gonna, we're not going to go into PvP tactics here. We can do that later if you want, okay, for a different show. My point is, for Paladins, what the hell did you expect to happen? Some things were tweaked, some things... Were, be glad you got any kind of look at all. The developers told you, the community managers told you, remember, because it's a big deal we had in the show, that Paladins, as a class, were fine, and they were happy the way they were. Mechahawk, do me a favor, go to the Akramar's auction house, just tell, look at the prices of different um, trade goods, and let me know if they seem exorbitantly high. I, I'm being told on the Alliance side it's terrible. All right, EG Football is chiming in as he is a, a paladin. He's saying they nerfed the shield this patch. We are plated priests essentially. Shamans have more uh, have more mana than paladins. That's fine. Sham, you know, shamans also can't wear a plate. There's your trade-off. They also don't get free mounts, and their epic mount doesn't cost a hell of a lot less like everybody else's, like the paladins. And yeah, okay, those might be. Uh, small things on the side, fringe benefits. However, you tell me when you're in a Rathi Basin or you're in a Warsong Gulch and you've got an epic mount and the other guy doesn't. That's a big deal. That's a big factor. Anyway, so Paladins, all I can do is laugh at you. <laughs> okay, I can't. My throat's still sore from last week. The hell, I can't fucking laugh. But you, you know what a laugh sounds like. <laughs> Paladins equals stop bitching. Exactly, Sinvicta, thank you. Mechahawks tell me that, oh, that's right, they put the deserter patch in, the deserter. Apparently, you can't leave a battleground. If you do, you can't get back in for like 15 minutes. Wah, wah, wah. As somebody who's on the Horde side on on one of the servers for Mac Theridan, since I haven't been getting any information from there, please check it out in the auction house and tell me what's going on. Tell me if the uh, trade materials are expensive, what have you. I didn't say the Epic is free, EG. I said the 4 level 40 mount is free. I said the Epic is a lot cheaper than everybody else's, bitch. God, I hate people. Especially dumb people. And it's... Dumb people play Paladins. Lord Tiroth is a happy. He's a warlock. He's got the shard bags. Uh, I guess it's a... What is it? An 8 slot bag? Shard bag? No, 20, 20 slot? 20 slots. Look, the point is it took them eight fucking months to make a bag. How hard... I can't imagine. I would have loved... I would have given real money not to sit in on, on the developing questions for the PvP system. Not to sit in the questions for the, uh, you know, for the development uh, uh, battle between, you know, raid versus casuals. I would have loved to have sat in on the meeting where the developers got around every week for eight months and said, what are we going to do with this shard bag? We don't know how to implement a shard bag. It's a fucking ammo pouch. 24 slot ammo pouch. How hard is that? Does that make any sense to anybody? It took you eight months for a 20 slot or 24 slot or whatever it is. 
Shard pig. It's a pig. What kind of debate can there be? What the hell? What balance could you possibly worry about? It's a pig. Hunters seem to get along okay with one. I mean, Jesus Christ, you wonder why the game is, is stalled in a lot of ways. They're fighting over a bag! Yes, yes, EG, there are no more Crichtons. Crichtons, yeah, I know. I would have loved to have heard the rationale in debates and fights, supposing there were any, and the community managers, you know, kept on claiming there were. How did everybody like New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day? I want to. I'm sorry. I got to laugh. There's a group of people out there who decided for New Year's Eve that rather than going to a real party in real life, that they would play music for hours on end, go to Thunderbluff or one of the major towns, and shoot virtual fireworks and drink virtual liquor in a virtual city with their virtual characters. To celebrate the new year. I I pity you. I pity you antisocial bastards. Who actually advertise this. To not only your guild. But to everybody else. To skip whatever plans they had. Skip going out with their friends. Or their significant others. Or their family. Not going out, maybe even just spending time at home with their friends, their family, popping in a movie. Instead, they log down with virtual characters. And virtual... You wonder why we have such a bad reputation. You wonder why people label us nerds and antisocial faggots and everything else and make fun of us. You wonder. I look at pureponagenow.com, and I swear to God... As much as those are stereotypical, very funny, comedic, flawed characters, you got to believe there are people out there who are like that. Instead, we got freaking men playing night elf women who are virtual stripping in virtual Stormwind for New Year's because they don't have any friends. I know one poor bastard had to work. Granted, he worked at a bar. He's not much of a guy. He's actually kind of an asshole, and no one really likes him. In fact, I don't. No one can stand him. I mean, he's got. But at least he had to work. He had a legitimate excuse. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, Mechahawks reporting in from Akamar's auction house on Mac there, and he says, "Yes, the prices are astronomical." He says it's about equivalent to what their alliance is reporting on their side of Mac there, and that it's just out of control. Well, hey, folks, get used to it. The, the, those those prices aren't going to write themselves until well after they've opened up the uh, the thing. The uh, what the hell are they talking about? Until they open up the gates of AQ. <laughs> You're gonna kill me. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. You couldn't have been with strippers. I don't buy that. He's like, I could have been. I was working. I could have been with strippers. Well, I suppose anybody could be with strippers if you have enough money. I mean, you could look like a fucking horse. You got enough money. They don't care. Strippers. (laughs) 
Alright, I'm getting... Alright. Centino's uh, chiming in. He's on Spinebreaker. One gold for 20 copper ore. Uh, three gold, 50 silver for 20 mithril. Five gold for a stack of iron. Three gold, 50 silver for a stack of silver. No, those don't seem to be huge. I mean, iron for five gold seems a little... Meh. One gold for 20 for a stack of copper. That seems pretty pricey. And again, this is all pre-patched. And like I said, eventually it'll write itself. The market will demand what have you. Look, folks, if you're within the sound of my voice, here's what you do. Don't worry about opening the gates of AQ. Forget all that bullshit. The raid guilds are going to do that all by themselves. It may take them a little longer, but it's not going to benefit you unless you're in one of those guilds. Do yourself a favor. Go out and start mining this shit like it's your job. What? Oh yeah, copper bar. I'm sorry. Yes, bars. Go out there and start picking that weed, mine that ore, get that cloth, and make your money hand over fist. Because God is my witness, once the gates of AQ are open, all the price are going to come plummeting back to earth because no one's going to need that shit anymore. It's all lobby crap. Yes, you're going to have to fight against everybody else, but do yourself a favor, make the money while you can. It's an inflatable market out there, ladies and gentlemen. You're getting an economics lesson here instead of gaming. Do it now. No, you don't have to be Chinese China farmers. I'm... Ugh. All right, getting back to the uh, discussion 1.9. A couple other things we want to get to before we move on to something else. Um, if you're doing, if you're planning on doing molten core or Sulgurub, uh take my advice. Don't. Do not do molten core, and do not do Zulgurub. Why you ask? Why am I warning you away from two of the three or four raid instances they've got? Well, you can call me a conspiracy theorist and thinking that they're trying to force people to do AQ. Or you can call me a realist by saying that no Blizzard patch has ever come out without major issues that they've either ignored or failed to fix. Apparently, Banish doesn't work. So for you poor unwitting fools who went into Molten Core today uh, after the uh, patch went in and tried banishing the Lava Annihilators and what have you, notice that, yes, they got banished, and yes, they did change color, and no, you could not attack them. However, they could also move, and they can still attack. Many a raid was wiped, because banish no longer works. For those of you who are interested in doing Zoguru, perhaps you figured, eh, we'll wait for a hotfix for the next patch to come in, and six months down the road from now, and you go back to Multicore, you want to go to ZG. Well, go ahead. Problem. One of the Berserkers... Apparently has a, what is it, a, a fear spell or a fear skill. Whatever it is, as soon as it actually activates, uh, it crashes everybody within uh, range of it. You get a wow error crash. You get kicked out of the game, the game crashes. When you come back in, chances are you're probably dead. And this is continuing to happen across the board. The forums are on fire. I'm being told, yeah, see, my aim is sprouting up left and right like a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, this shit happened to us today. Look, okay, folks, calm down. I know. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you guys got your ass kicked today, but yes. So if you're going into Molten Core, don't plan on using Banish. If you're doing ZG, don't plan on coming out alive. 
Period. Then again, no, I yeah, I don't know. Lord Tiroth has got his tinfoil hat on saying that the shard bag killed Banish. Their implementation, spelled wrong, I might add, obviously screwed the completely linked warlock spell system and just ruined everything. Well, now we know why it took them eight months to discuss why they needed a bag and how they're going to implement it and what the balance uh, in implications this could have. It's a fucking bag. It's an ammo pouch. What, are they allowed to cast spells a little faster? Z-Money's saying, I dropped Alchemy to pick up herbs again and uh, uh, and skinning. Picked 120 piece bloom and sold them already for four guild, or guild, four gold a stack. Four gold a stack. Unfortunately for him, the mail system is fucked, so nothing's getting through. So the money is in limbo, supposing we actually get it. So if you are putting stuff on the auction house, beware that you may not see your money for a while because the mail system is screwed. Another minor glitch that must be pointed out. So sorry. It's a, You shake your head and you wonder, how the hell does this shit get through? It really makes you wonder. So uh, pick that weed, Emperor. I'm not, no! I'm not advocating for you people to go out there and peace bloom is not hippie lettuce. It's not marijuana. I don't care how much you think it is. Don't sit... No, no, don't even start. Don't sit here and try to read me the reasons why peace bloom is code for hippie lettuce, code for marijuana. That's what it... Because it's in the horde section where all the freaking Jamaicans are and it's hippie lettuce man and... No, it's not going to work. It's not going to fly. Don't try it. Yes, I do find it coincidental that the Peace Bloom is found near the Troll Starting Zone. Granted. Yes. They do sound Jamaican. They do live on an island in the tropics. All right, then. <laughs> I don't know. Do you like five troll guys come running up to you when the boat lands? Like, hey, man, you want to party, man? Hey, you want to party, man, huh? You want something to uh, smoke and make you feel better? Want to relax, man? Uh, if that happens to you, then I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> God. Go pick that weak. I said go pick that weed. Weeds. I'm. You know what I mean. Like Briarthorn and Swift Thistle. Shit. I'm not even buying it. No, Swift Thistle is not speed. Oh God. I. I blame myself because I started this shit. I put us down this road. I thought I was gonna be funny and make a reference to weed and. Oh no, things are spiraling out of control. Swift Thistle is LSD, and it's speed, and Peaceful is marijuana, and I don't even want to know. Here they come now. Everybody's got a... <laughs> Mechawk's saying that everybody's in Trist Fall Glades. There's more level 60s in Trist Fall than there are level 1s. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Uh, some poor bastard just bought the game. Oh, I'm gonna, oh this is kind of cool. Oh, it's a forest. Oh my god, Rolling people on their horses. <laughs> he's, he's like, you fucked yourself. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, I, uh... Anyways, folks, so don't use Banish and stay away from Zolgoro because the fear bug's crashing everybody. The mail system is screwed. You can't download the patch in a lot of ways, but yet I stand by my my comment that 
the patch is actually good. Because it gives you something to do. Dream, I'm sorry, Z Money's correct me. Dreamfoil would be LSD. Uh, my apologies. Uh, Dreamfoil is the LSD. Yes. Mm. Transmuting is just another way to say crystal meth lab. That's what Skolo is. You know that, right? It's just a crystal meth lab. That's what it's code for. Chop shop. So, how many of you like trying to log on to your day to find that your uh, server was queued? 92 of the 122 servers were queued on New Year's Day. Oh, that was a lovely thing. I came in and, uh, uh, yes, I said lovely. Yes, I did. No, I'm not gay. No, let's take a look at the uh, forums, actually. I was, I was perusing a couple different sites to go to, and uh, one of the things that they were uh, talking about was the fact that all these different servers had long queue lists. And everyone's demanding, you know, to want to know, why did you, you know, close the amount of available players? Granted, I will say that it's very possible that that did not happen, that they didn't actually lower the numbers available for people to get on the servers to alleviate lag. I don't believe it for a second, but I suppose it's possible. Yes, it was a holiday where a great many people had the day off and would have been playing. However, I will tell you this as well. There have been other days like, oh, I don't know, say Christmas Day, the day after Christmas, which was a federal holiday yesterday, which was a federal holiday, and the servers weren't filled to that degree. So you tell me what the difference was. Actually, they were yesterday. Now, Blizzard has uh, offered up a two new realms, Fresh Start Realms, for the new players who just bought the game. I understand. You have plenty of low-population servers right now that are ghost towns after two weeks because everybody thinks they'll get a fresh start and they get bored because nobody else is playing. Or they go back to their, their other guild with their level 60 characters and forget about it. All right, yes, there's that. And they've offered up uh, two new PvP server, I'm sorry, a PvP server and a, I'm sorry, they offered 16 servers, yeah, a PvP server and a PvE server for overloaded realms to go ahead and transfer to. You have until Friday, the January 11th to do so. So you can do that if you wish. Now, the big rule was that they had promised these to be on January 3rd. There had been no mention of it. Now it's January 3rd, and they go ahead and put up the sticky. So there you go. You can transfer off. Hooray. I think what Blizzard's going to have to do is, because more than likely they're not going to have enough people to transfer over to make a difference. They're going to have to force people to do it, to transfer. They've dug themselves into so such a big hole by allowing people to continue to create characters on these servers that are over overpopulated dramatically already. They're going to have to force people or give them some kind of other incentive to move. Because the general feeling is, why should I have to pack up everything and move myself or rip my guild apart and half of us move and half of us don't because you can't keep your servers running. You continue to open up new servers without making the ones that you have currently run. Look, what Blizzard needs to do is come out and say, we fucked up. We had servers, we had an X amount of people per server uh, requirement, or recommended usage. We exceeded that, we didn't close down the servers for people to come in, you know, because we didn't want to piss off, you know, Jimmy's brother, or Joni's girlfriend, or, you know, uh, you know, Brad's life partner, because they wanted to come on the server, and they couldn't, because they didn't start the game until later. Well, now look what the problem is. Now you got to play catch-up. Well, good luck with that. 
So, I yeah, go figure. We will discuss the playing of the music in the background during the commercial break. When we come back, folks, we want to talk about Dawn of War. I want to get to uh, some comments about the Video Game Awards we talked about last week. Some uh, Got some good feedback on that. Anyways, folks, this is the Emperor of Clan Appeal Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. You're listening to the Emperor's Court here on the Clan Appeal Guard Online Gaming Radio Network, powered by LizLink.com. If you want to get in the conversation, hit us up on Instant Messenger, AOL is Instant Messenger at EMP1G, or you can hit us up, hit me up at email at Emperor1G at CoxCox.net. And as folks, we'll be back after the break, but in keeping with the pureownage.com, here is the Poner song, or the, the noob song by, by the Poner. Anyways, enjoy. I own you, like I own you like pretty hard stuff, right? I'm gonna give you some spanks, just like you're like Kyle, and you suck ass at all the games you try to play. Cause I own you, I own you like pretty hard stuff, right? Nice, own you. I only like you're like somebody's mom trying to play the games. I own you. Is is that on? I don't think. I will own you sometime. Maybe when we play the game. Noobs, I just like kind of want to let you know. That like I totally like own like you and uh you know you may think that like maybe one day like maybe I won't like anymore but that's wrong I'm always gonna own you cause I'm the owner it's just what I do I own you like pretty hard stuff right oh you want some of that you're someone's mom I'm gonna give you some spanks Cause you're a cold noob And you'll suck ass At every game you try to play I own all I hate you I, I seriously hate you sometimes you do the shit to piss me off, don't you? Admit it. Why don't you sit back there and laugh your ass up? I... I... Fucked it. I apologize, folks. I... Nothing I can do about the music selection. I, I didn't pick it, but... Uh... Enjoy your ninja rap. Yeah. Everybody let's move. Vanilla is here with a new jack groove. Gonna rock and roll the place with the power of the ninja turtle face. Iceman. You know I'm not playing. Devastate the show what the turtles are saying. Go, 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 go
minute to win it with a team of four ninja turtles that you gotta adore. It's ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, I feel sorry for any poor bastard just tuning in the show. He's like, what the hell is this? Uh, Vanilla Ice, what? Ninja Rap? I thought this was gaming talk. The break's almost over. Just enjoy the song. Then you better check the level, the power. All the ninja is strong. Fighting off pussy till they're all cold gone. I, can't, I even I can't take it. All right, enough of Vanilla Ice. I'm putting out wait. God. Before Sunday, you and I are gonna sit down and we're gonna we're gonna pick out exactly what songs we're gonna play. In fact, I will even go so far as to open up the forums at onejuraborn.com for suggestions of music that you would like to hear before the show and during the break. We're still debating on the on the commercials here, folks. No, the sponsors do not give us any grief on that. That's completely a personal preference whether we do it or not. All right, here's a question I want to ask you here. I'm going to pose this question to you, all right, before I go on with my Dawn of War takes. If somebody sells you, let's say, a Warlord deck for the the, uh, Dark Moon Fair, World of Warcraft, let's say it's worth 400 gold, and sends it to you in the mail, but forgets to send it COD. What do you do? Do you laugh your ass off at him and say, piss off noob, I don't like you anyways, you fucked over our guild and ban him from our forums? I mean, the forums? Or do you send him his money as a nice guy? In all fairness, what do you do? Let me know. I'm interested. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to somebody I know. And because of the person in question who you know sent the deck, being an asshole to begin with, which I don't know why he would have done that. Who the hell doesn't bother to send anything to COD? If you're that dumb, buyer beware. You deserve to have whatever happens to you. As simple as that. Story time. Okay, story time. Real quick, story time. This happened back in, I think it was in June. And Mechahawk, I think you're around. You can go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. This happened in June. There was a guy. There was a bunch of us on a Skolomance Raiders. It, it, I think it was June. It was right after the patch went in that made Skolomance a little easier to do. And it was a 10-man raid, and six of, or five, you know, six of the 10 were Imperial Guards, me and, and five of my clanmates. And we were running through, and we were getting to the very end where we start clearing the rooms before you fight the big wizard guy that, you know chucks people out of the room, okay? No, I don't remember the guy's name. It's been months since I did it, so 
to hell with it. Anyways, I had to restart my computer, and everybody says fine. We're not going to start pulling the guys from the side until after you're back. All right? And I said, yeah, please don't. Don't do anything until we're ready to go. Well, apparently, some jackass, we'll call him Vandit, with a V, who's a warlock, decides that he's going to pull them anyways just so they can move along faster. Mind you, we're already moving at a pretty good clip. Being that most of us are on Ventrilo, he refused to be. We offered him our channel. He refused. Anyways, in the process of trying to pull this boss, he doesn't bother to tell anybody about it. So, of course, uh, he almost dies, and he does kill a couple people because nobody's paying attention. And a couple people went AFK while I was restarting my computer. So I come in, and uh, they have just killed him, and they have just looted him. The problem was, since I was the, the you know, the, the raid leader, it, it switched. And this jackass warlock picks up a pair of green boots that are made for a rogue. Now, you can say they're it's just green vendor trash, maybe, maybe not. The person that was with us was an undead rogue who had just gotten level 60 two days ago and is looking to upgrade his gear. And he clearly says, as we saw the chat logs and the screenshots, I need the boots. Does anybody else need them? Everybody said no. The bastard took them anyways and said, it's vendor trash, it's none of your damn business, who the fuck cares, move on. So, not only has he started a fight with a mini-boss, and damn near killed some people, because nobody was paying attention, when he was told to wait, he now ninja loots something from our rogue. He then does it again in the next uh, room over, with a pair of gloves, and ninja loots that item from the rogue again. At this point, whoever was the the raid leader got uh, transferred to was not part of our clan, but he was a member of the group, and he gave it back to me. This guy starts all manners of shit. We finally cleared the rooms. We're down now to eight people because two people disconnected. They couldn't get back. All right, so the thing of it is, do I boot the guy for being a general asshole, for damn near killing us, and for ninja looting two items from our rogue that he couldn't use and was going to sell to a vendor, or do I keep my mouth shut and... You know, go into the fight since we've already put the time and effort in there to try and clear out the boss guy. It was Gandling? Or Vandith? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's Vandith. Gandling's the guy. Okay, thank you. Anyway, so we're gonna, we go to fight the wizard guy. And we, we down him. Alright? Now, when we're killing him, just as he's before to, about to die, this asshole warlock tells us that if the robes of the void pattern drop or something else he was looking for drop nobody is to touch it and I quote or I will fucking skull fuck you that is a quote real winner right yeah so being that I'm raid leader before he drops and dies I said it's master loot okay we didn't have a problem with this the guys who weren't part of the clan who were in the raid didn't care about it because I've been pretty fair so far. So what you drop? But uh, it was a. I think it was a. What the hell was it? It was a piece of the preset dropped. The robes of the void pattern dropped, and a green dropped. So the green was vendor trash. Nobody could use it. That went to. Yeah, we 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 gave the the vendor trash to one of the guys who was not in their clan, but was in our group. It was a um who's a uh, disenchanter, who's an enchanter. Nobody wanted it, nobody needed it, gave it to him, he disenchanted it. We had two priests in the in the uh, group with us. One was a clan mate, one was not a clan mate. Uh, they rolled between the two of them for it. The other guy won it, not my clan mate, gave it to him, no problems. 
Then it came to the Robes of the Void. And the guy said, well, I want the Robes of the Void. I'm going to Warlock here. I said, you know, I got a Warlock character. I could probably use it. So since I didn't take anything on this raid, I'll take it. So I took the pattern. And, oh, was he, oh, yeah, I want the pattern. I demand the pattern. You give me the pattern. I'm a Warlock. I said, well, you're not a rogue. And you took two greens from a guy who could have used them. Said on top of that, you started a fight when you were told not to. You've been a general asshole for half the instance. I said, so, maybe learn a lesson. So, no, I cut the rules of the void. This guy screamed, then yelled, then went on the Mac third and forums, then went and, and spotted off anybody and everybody who listened to him. The point of the matter, the point of the fact is, folks, and, and, and this is the thing. <laughs> if you're going to act like an asshole like that, especially the group of people you don't know who have been nothing but nice to you and everybody else, everybody else has gotten along just fine, no problems. And the only stick in the mud is you. Expect bad things to happen to you because you know what? No matter how much you bitch, no matter how much you complain, and no matter how much you claim boycott everything else, sometimes some people just don't give a shit. And will punish you for being an ass. And who won't go crying or lose any sleep because their character's reputation is mad because they took a robes of the void pattern. Well. This was how many months ago? <laughs> you want to know what I did with those robes of the void pattern, folks? Take a guess what I did with those patterns, with that pattern. Take a wild guess. I'll give you a minute for everything to catch up here as I'm setting up for the next segment. Yes, I know we're getting on 10 o'clock. We're going to keep going because there's a couple things I want to get to. I don't want to spend this entire time ragging on Warcraft. There, there's a few things I want to get to that I haven't had a chance to yet. Then there's one email I want to read. In fact, let's get to the email right now. I'll bring that up. Take a wild guess. I sold them. You sold them. You gave them to your warlock character. You sold them. You sent them to a vendor trash. You gave it to a guildmate. You destroy them. You still have them. All wrong. You know what I did? About two weeks later, because I, I gave the guy an ultimatum. I, I gave him a chance to come on our forums and apologize to our members, apologize to me, apologize to the rogue he ninjured, pay our rogue, I think it was like 15 gold, I think it was what we asked him to pay, in reparation for stealing these items. And to offer to go through and with some of his friends and take our rogue through and a chance to get back the items that he, uh, that he took and ninjured. Refused it all and, and gave some smart-ass remarks, so I kept them. You know what I did? About two weeks later, there's this level 13 warlock, and he was coming in. He was in Agamar, and he was asking, ironically enough, he was in front of the mailbox at the bank, and he says, and he asked in general chat, do you know where the bank is? Does anybody know where the bank is? And I answered him. And he starts asking me, well, how do you get? How do you access the bank? Where do I get a bag? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I... I was very nice, and I was explaining it to him in private message, and once I showed him how to private message. And, I mean, this was not something pretending. He was a complete and utter noob. Just got in the game. EG already told you the story, so shut up. So he's like, well, I don't have any money to buy any bags for my bank account, and I and I wanted to get some wand that some, his buddy apparently had gotten, who had started a couple days earlier. So I gave him, I, I, I put up the trade box, and I gave him the robes of the void. I said, here's what you do. Follow me. And I took him to the auction house, and I said, here's the auction house. This is how it works. Put those up for 120 gold. He's like, wow. I said, 
put him up for 120 gold buyout, and you will have all the gold anybody at level 13 could possibly need to start off with. And I left him there, and I assume he sold them. I assume he took his gold and bought all the stuff he needed. I, I don't know. I never asked, and I don't remember his name. Was his name Tiroth? No, his name wasn't Tiroth. Tiroth's a level 60 noob. But yeah. No, I wasn't going to sell him. I didn't take him so I could make a profit. I took him to make a point. I wasn't looking to make any money. I, I already had my Epic Mountain and everything else I needed. I didn't need any money. I still don't, if I ever go back to my character. I'm sure the economy will have changed by the time I, if I ever reactivate my account, but you know, I had no need for it, so I just gave him away. <laughs> so there's a moral of the story there, folks. Anyways, I want to read you this brief email that I got uh, from Susana Orbatados. Or, or, or oh, God, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, anyways, he goes on to talk about how you know he likes to show. Uh, quote, I hate hearing you bash on World of Warcraft so much since I love the game, though I have to agree with your points, for they are all valid. I'd love to hear more stories on this mythical Ultima Online that you speak so highly of. Never had access to ac- access back then and listening to how things were and what they should have been now in terms of MMORPGs are always encouraging for what things could be if Blizzard stops being so foolish. Keep up the good work. I'll listen to you about, talk about anything. If it's about WoW, it's just a bonus. I'd appreciate it, however, if you gave a little more consideration to Blizzard's efforts in World of Warcraft. Yes, they are in, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my part. Eh, well, it doesn't matter. By far the best shoutcaster dude guy I've had the pleasure of listening to. Well, thank you, Susano Orbatos. There's a couple of people. Um, who the hell was it? Last night somebody emailed me. I, I'm sorry. For the life of me, I don't remember. And I, my email is fritzing out here. But somebody emailed me last night to tell me about the server problems we were having on New Year's. Yes, I was aware of them. Yes, I did cover that. If you're interested in hearing any of my old war stories from Ultima Online, I suggest you go and, and download some of the old... Um, uh, Emperor's Courts on OneGeareBorn.com. Actually, if you go into the Emperor's Courts and you go to, uh, you click on the description or you click on the uh, uh, forum posting, it'll give you a description of the different topics and, and they'll have listed, you know, Ultima Line, you know, story of this or the, you know, the, uh, uh, what was it, the, um, the Britannia Bank beatdown we had or uh, the ZUR barbecue, stuff like that, or when we bust into people's houses, Bob's Moving Service. You go ahead and download those. Am I doing any more songs of the day? Uh, yes, we will start doing that, I think. We'll start doing the $10 song of the day. Uh, we'll probably do it again on Sunday. In fact, let me write that down. Uh, we'll go back to the song of the week, rather. What we do is we play a song from a video game. Uh, video game, online game, computer game, something like that, of a soundtrack song. You get to download, or, you know, it plays at the end of the show. You get to send me an email with the name of the song, or, or I'm sorry, the name of the game that the song comes from. Uh, and you can win 10 bucks, and I'll send it to you in PayPal. If you don't have PayPal, folks, do not participate unless you just want to get the right answer and you want to know if you're the right answer. You can do that, and I'll announce the winners like the following week. The problem of it is, if you don't have PayPal, I'm not going to bother writing you a check and sending it to you in the mail. That's just too much work for me to do. I'm lazy. It ain't going to happen. So have PayPal or don't email. It's as simple as that. All right, Dawn of War, real quick. I know we're running out of time. There's things I want to get to. Dawn of War. I'm about 10 missions into it. I play in the one-player vanilla uh, version. I have not picked up the uh, expansion. It's very much like the tabletop game from what I understand. In that it's very squad-based. And as opposed to other MMORPGs such as, say, you know, Warcraft or, uh, you know, the Command & Conquer series, 
StarCraft where you have to go and farm resources. And this one, it's more along the lines of like Dark Colony. For those of you who played, you know, back in the day, some old Dark Colony, uh, where you find uh, a specific strategic point that gives you X amount of resources, or what they call requisition points. You set up a little little mining facility, and then you let it go, and it just chugs away and it mines for you. Uh, the buildings, the same thing. You, you can build them around. It kind of works like the Protoss system. Wherever you have a pylon, you can build within certain aspect of that or certain range of uh, your strategic point or your pylon. It's more combat-oriented. It's all squad-based, meaning you have groups of 10 or groups of 20. Think of it like Rome Total War, where you have blocks of troops instead of individual units. All right, So it's not as micro-intensive. It, it really focuses on combat. The macroeconomics part of it, and the macro of it isn't, or the macro management isn't as time-consuming. You don't really need need that build, you know, a specific build order of a kind. At least so far that I've found when playing the game, it's more, you know, what kind of troops am I going to make? What kind of weapons upgrades do they get? You know, what kind of commanders do I want leading them? That type of thing. That's how it goes. At least so far, I think it's very fun. The graphics are phenomenal. The music is great. The voice acting is superb. Better than anything, I think, since Warcraft 2, in my opinion. It, I mean, the voice acting is just great. I would suggest, at least so far, I don't know about online play, because I haven't ventured into those waters yet, as a single-player game for the original Dawn of War so far, I think it's been great. Yeah, Z-Money, we're still talking about the commercials. I think we'll go back to them. I think so. At least that's the way we're leaning, okay? Yeah, EG saying the same thing about commercials. Uh, People want to do... Folks, it's just a matter of of writing out the commercials, uh, not to to get away from what we're talking about here. All right, but Dawn of War, at least so far, has been pretty cool. I've only played the Space Marines. I want to play the other ones. Yes, I know there's expansion out there. The problem is, folks, I just don't have the money to go out and buy the Winter Assault, and I know it's got the Imperial Guard in it. Yes, yes, yes. Um... It is something I'm looking to do. But Dawn of War so far, I'm enjoying it. And the problem is there just isn't a whole lot out there right now to grab my interest. And this was a topic of discussion uh, we had uh, last two weeks, actually, on the show, is the fact that there just isn't a whole lot out there online gaming-wise that that's really grabbed at least my specific interest. In fact, I'm, I'm looking for right now uh, Star Wars Empire at War, because that's the one that I'm looking to get into next. Let's see, Empire at War is due out on the 16th of February. So we are very quickly approaching the time where it looks like our clan might be able to jump in. It's a little over a month from now. Weird, they had the strategy guide coming out on the 31st. This is all from GameStop.com. The strategy guide comes out on the 31st. So why the hell do they do that? Why do you release a strategy guide two weeks before the game comes out? So You think I'm going to study up on it? Well, I suppose there's people out there who do that. Yeah. But that is what I'm looking for. So I, I, so far I'm enjoying the Dawn of War, and I'll give you more uh, thoughts on this as we progress. Is supposedly get time to play it a little more, but that so far has been kind of cool. I'm enjoying it. All right, video game music or video game music awards, video game awards, the ones on Spike TV. We, this is a big topic last week, uh, last week's show. If you did not hear it, you want to get on the discussion. You want to we're talking about it. Download last week's show. You can find it at onegreborn.com. That's the number one. Letter G, Reborn.com. Okay. Um, the prevailing uh, opinion of people that I've talked to, with very little exception, was that it was in total agreement that it seemed to be a shill for Hollywood and a shill for movies turned into video games. The King Kongs, the Aeon Fluxes, etc. 
that it seemed to they were giving awards to uh, people who didn't really deserve them. It was all you know Hollywood fluff. It was all pre-taped garbage. That any kind of of uh, you know pretense that this was a actual legitimate you know independent unbiased uh, award show went right out the window by the fact that they were airing for three weeks prior to the event. They were showing pictures of the people winning the different awards and parts of their acceptance speeches. It's like, this is bullshit. This is not an actual legitimate award ceremony, which is what it was supposed to be. But I go back to what I was saying before. At least it's something. At least it's getting the word out there. At least it's putting a spotlight, even if it's a dark-shadowed one or a miscolored one, it's putting a, a spotlight on something that we, as gamers, choose to be our hobby. I mean, this is something that, for a while, should have had more recognition than it had. It's a start. It's a step in the right direction. But it desperately needs to be overhauled. And this cannot be uh, what we look to. And this cannot be like uh, the industry pinnacle that you strive for. Like you do in the Oscar. Like you do in the Grammys. Fuck you, Sinvicta. That type of thing. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I, look, Spike TV is not going to listen to me. They're not going to listen to some schmuck in Cleveland who's on the air talking to, you know, three or four dozen people on an off night or listen to a couple of thousand of you who download the show later. And, <laughs> we don't like King Kong because he's a fucking ape and Jack Black is a dumbass. All valid, very true points. King Kong does suck and Jack Black is a dumbass. Nor is he funny. That's what I couldn't figure out. Three hours of Jack Black? Who the hell would want to go see the movie? Shit. But if they actually want to legitimize and give it an industry standard, and I have no problem with Spike TV being the one to do it. I don't care. It could be CNN and I wouldn't give a shit. As long as they made it a legitimate, unbiased, not shilling to whoever throws the money in front of them, like EA Games or, you know, freaking Paramount Pictures or whoever does the movies. They were giving awards to games that have been out for a week, maybe two. The show had been taped before the game was even out. There are very few, if any, games based on movies that haven't blown goats. You know it, I know it, and that's who they gave the awards to. The only real exception I had was they gave the award um, for uh, Best Game of the Year to Resident Evil 4, which was a legitimate contender, and I can legitimately understand and see as a winner of that of that title. <laughs> yeah, you did tell me it was February. <laughs> It's a shame. It's a step in the right direction. The problem is it, it, it's a misstep. And if they continue to air it and act the way they do, it's going to be a very big... I mean, I, I thought this thing was a piece of garbage back when they had David Spade host it. Could you find a person who uh, anymore who did not care less about where they were or who didn't give a damn more about what he was doing or about the topic of discussion? If David Spade had pulled that stunt in South Korea, they would have lynched him in Seoul and strung him up from the rafters of the local internet cafe and then thrown dog meat at him. Mark my words. Kill the infidel! Trust me on this. They would have thrown laptops, mouse, and dog chunks at him. 
as they strung his ass up. That stuff was religion over there. I don't want to get it that bad. I just want to be accepted as a legitimate form of entertainment. I mean, hell, we give Grammys to shitty singers who can't sing every year. We give awards to movies people I haven't even heard of. Our best movie of the year. Really? Yes, I'm guessing all 30 people who paid to go see it thought so. Oh, it's an independent film. Look, I understand where you want to, you know, stick it to the man and your anti-corporation, which I don't buy for a second, because most of these quote-unquote independent films are funded by the major corporations anyways, major picture corporations. But just because it's independent doesn't mean it's good. It's kind of like underground bands. Look, they're underground for a reason. They suck. Maybe they don't always suck. Maybe they do make it to the big time. But most don't because they blow. And just because you think it's cool and you think it's rebellious to like some schmuck band like freaking Mushroom Head Chemical Reaction uh, Asthma Disease is cool doesn't make it so. Yes, I, I have no idea what this has to do with gaming. I just took that rant and kept going with it. My aim has just gone dead. It's like, uh, what the hell do we say to that? <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Anyways, we're <laughs> we're past the time. Yes, I will do some more Ultima Online stories sometime. I, you know, and with Darkfall coming out, which is supposed to be very UO-like in the way its combat goes, uh, here's to hoping that. You know, you know that'll be able to uh, breed fresh stories and and breed some life into a, a player versus player system or a player versus player uh, aspect in MMORPGs that for the most part is dead. You people don't know what it's like. You you damn kids these days. You you didn't have to go through the shit that we did when when we played MMOs. When men were men and sheep were scared. When when player versus player meant going out of your house and actually having to fight for your front porch. And that was true. You did. But that's another time. That's another story for another show. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Empress Court here on the Clan Pure Online Gaming Radio Network. Just a quick reminder that uh, to visit our sponsors at blizzlink.com as well as harborbluegroup.com, which is the e-commerce uh, e uh, section of the partnership, definitely check it out. They're the ones who fund this brilliant, great radio station. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if I have to give them any kind of shout-out, but I will. Uh, the uh, noob song was from pureownage.com. Check that out. If you are a gamer, trust me, you have to see these episodes. They may be... I think they're Canadian. I think... Are they Canadian? If they really are Canadian, that's definitely uh, marks against them. But it's still funny as hell. You have to download it. You have to go see it. I'm sure all of you already have. I know I'm late to the party. But screw you. Piss off. I don't care. All right. Anyways, uh, Laugh Out Loud of Paladins and Patch 1.9 is out. Next week, or this coming Sunday, remember, we're going back to a regular scheduled time, Sunday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard, this coming Sunday. Tell your friends, spread the word, tune in. I want to hear back from you. If you like things on the show, things you want to hear, things you want us to go back to, things you want us to incorporate, emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net. Stop by the forums. Emperor, I'm sorry, it's 1greborn.com, www.1greborn.com. Check it out. Join the forums. A lot of shit going on. We want to hear from you. 
Hope you like it. If there's a game review you want us to go through, if there's a movie you think sucks you want us to know, if there is something funny that we should... In fact, we'll go over the Darwin Awards next week. If you haven't heard the Darwin Awards, there's a couple of... that just They they require me to read them. They do. I think it, it has to. I, I don't make the rules, but I'm sure God would kill several kittens and strike somebody down with lighting if I did not read these on Sunday. So be prepared for that. I'll give you further impressions on the Dawn of War as I come, and of course the unending hilarity that is World of Warcraft from Blizzard, as I'm sure by Sunday the other foot, other shoe will have dropped with this 1.9 patch. We shall see. This has been Emperor saying bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody. Dragon Man! Uh, I mean, he was just a dragon! Uh, but he was still Trogdor! Trogdor! Burninating the countryside! Burninating the peasants! Burninating all the people! That's Truth Cottages! That's Truth Cottages! And the truck door comes in the night!